Greetings, this is James Gillen, and welcome to ESETI Stargate and As You Wish Talk Radio on the BBS Network. Um, we're on Rumble, ESETI TV, BBS, uh, YouTube, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Uh, there's so many avenues we're on, so just check them all out. Odyssey and, and uh, but anyway, if you want to find us, it's pretty easy to find us, so. Okay, there's a lot happening in these trying times, and we're going to try to add a little humor to so we don't go crazy. So uh, anyway, I'm going to get on with the news first, and we'll go on to the question and answers. So uh, it looks like Biden is toast, as we said before. Even CNN, the CIA, and Clinton News Network uh, has him at 25%. So, so he will be in single digits if he continues on his present course. Um, most of the Democrats and now mainstream and social media are throwing him under the bus. Uh, Kamala is a no-go, even with lower ratings. So it looks like Michelle or Michael Obama is their next option. And uh, too bad he, she is foreign born just like Barack. So uh, that's not going to work. Gavin Grusom is also a no-go with his Let's Make America Like California Shitting Needles in the Streets campaign. Uh, there's a meme that says, most appropriately, not knowing the truth makes you ignorant. Not wanting to know the truth makes you a Democrat. So Biden's approval rating is proof Democrats are waking up. And statistics are showing 25% of the woke, uh, not the awake, are suffering from mental illness <laughs> So and on medication. So that means 75% are left untreated. So end times madness. Are we there yet? So uh, anyway. The more censored, uh, expect more censored forged birth certificate investigations coming soon to your neighborhood. Uh, Obama faked his name, religion, wife, rented some kids, faked his nationality, education, career, and allegiance to the Muslim Brotherhood. And then sealed his records in his first executive order to keep the public from finding out. So anyway, uh, we have to unseal that one. You know, might want to ponder how many billions he sent to Iran and ISIS while we we're at war with them. And uh, some other politicians are involved in that one, but uh, now deceased. <laughs> anyway, I can't believe no one connected the dots on that one or, or why Joe is doing the same thing. Seriously, folks, we're funding both sides of these Middle Eastern wars with taxpayers' money. So uh, Biden's just carrying on in the Obama legacy basically. <clears throat> Here's again, you might want to do a little research on Khazarian Jews, the Zionist ties to the international bankers who funded both wars of every war since Napoleon. Read General Smedley Butler's book, War is a Racket. He spells it all out there. They also own and control the war industry, big farmer and most politicians. So take the profit out of war and disease and the war and disease profiteers come to an end. And then you have a restoration of health and peace. So that's the only way it's going to happen. So lately, victims of hurricanes in the U.S. are told they have to support Israel to get funding for relief. Uh, the Zionist manipulation is epidemic in America, and people need to start doing what's best for America, not what's best for Israel. Uh, so anyway, you might want to look up false flags as well. Get the definition of that under your skin. <clears throat> So there's going to be many false flags coming up. So as in the past to get people involved in these wars, you know, sinking ships, taking down planes, buildings and blaming these events on the enemies of the Zionists has been going on for centuries. Now, this includes false flags to take away our Second Amendment, as well as a cover up of manifestos of the shooters that don't fit the narrative. It seems the one piece of advice from other nations who have lost their freedom now subjected to tyranny is don't give up your guns, America. Uh, by the way, we don't have any assault weapons. Uh, all our guns are for defense. Uh, anyway, Netanyahu is also in hot water. He has several lawsuits against him, and they're all on a stop since this war broke out. But uh, his attempts to eliminate or neuter the Supreme Court, uh, major bribes and favors granted are all coming in. And coming back to haunt him, along with his ties to the WEF globalists. So the people of Israel have been protect, protesting the harsh treatment of the Palestinians and protests against the wars. And they're growing larger and larger with reservists refusing to report to active duty. 
So there's a lot going on in Israel the media is not covering, and most of the coverage is staged, a controlled narrative, and void of the real facts. Um, <clears throat> here's a little fact. Lord Jacob Rothschild, a Zionist, stated, we created Israel in 1917 with the Belfort Agreement. The Belfort Agreement said they are to do nothing to interfere in the religions or the lives of the Palestinians or harm the Arab, the Arab community in any way. So... Uh, I think that treaty was broken a long time ago. So anyway, the contract ended in October of 2023. So again, the Israeli people are not the same as the Khazarian Jews or Zionists. Uh, they're caught in the middle and rising up, demanding the land grabs of persecution and wars come to an end. So the only solution is for the people to forgive, release the past and join together and hold their leadership accountable. Create a fair and just constitution, a true republic, ending tyranny once and for all. You know, if they all trace, you know, trace back their roots, they all come from the same forefathers and were divided by kings and leaders. And it's time for a big family reunification, basically. And, uh, you know, for those who have trouble connecting the, the dots, uh, Khazari is now called Ukraine, the motherland of the Khazarian Jews or Zionists who created Israel. So I hope you're putting this together here. The same Khazarians that murdered the Russian royal family, the real wars between the enslavers that lost for power and wealth over others and those who seek freedom from tyranny and enslavement. And so it's coming in all different flavors now. But the base foundation of it is, is, is the same. So many terrorists are misguided, used as pawns to serve the agendas of the tyrants, the war and disease profiteers. If the, Israeli, if the Israeli government truly cared about its people, why did they force vaccinations on them? You know, using them as guinea pigs. Why did it take over seven hours for them to respond to the massacre? How did they not know it was coming with the most advanced intelligence on the planet? You know, it's almost as if it was allowed, you know, like as a false flag. Another land grab to end all resistance, bringing America once again to do their bidding, to war upon neighboring countries that don't go along with their agenda. So, by the way, massive oil reserves were found under the Gaza Strip. So, wow, that would end most of the Palestinians' problems. You know, Israel can't allow that. So, as you can see, nothing is as it seems. So, so basically, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting behind either group or any group. Uh, I'm just bringing out the facts, and we have to make our own decisions in this. But do it from an educated basis, not from what the mainstream news tells you. So there's a lot of injustice and hate on both sides used to perpetuate these wars. Revenge only creates more revenge, division, death, and destruction. It's time to heal, release the past, forgive, and awaken to who is really behind these wars. You know, take a different path. As Einstein said, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is a form of insanity and this is pure insanity, how this is all unfolding. So we're going to switch gears now. Uh, scientists, researchers, frontline doctors, morticians have found extremely toxic poisons, chemicals, heavy metals, gene-altering nanotech, carcinogens, graphene, and big pharma's favorite, thimerosal, not to mention aluminum, in the vaccines. Thimerosal, also known as mercury, and aluminum added to the vaccinations has been going on for years. So they've been doing this for a long time. And it's a known fact that polio vaccinations were tainted with cancer-causing agents, having a serious effect on baby boomers. And so that's why you're having this explosion of cancer along with the vaccines, the older, the new vaccines. So these agents are in almost all the vaccinations, flu, uh, tetanus, children's scheduled vaccines, and these additives cause uh, blood clots, clots, nerve damage, brain damage, myocardial, myocardial infarction. Say that three times real fast. You might say something you don't want to say. <laughs> anyway, organ failure, cancer, and settling the joints, causing joint and muscle pain. And so psychologists are now saying the vaccines are creating psychosis, severe mental disorders as well. So that explains a lot. You know, if you've noticed all the vaccinants lately and the Karen syndromes, you know, people are losing it. And I've seen that personally myself. I, people come up and just get in your business and try to order you around and they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. And, uh, and you know, I just sit there and smile and said, okay, and I don't. You know, they'll tell you to move your car or do this or do that for some ridiculous reason that makes no sense whatsoever. 
And, uh, you know, I, and I said, okay, yeah, that sounds great. And I just shut my door and walked away. But anyway, uh, you know, here, here we see like one to six cars going off the highway every day on the big island. You know, we call it dodgeball highway or zombie bumper cars, you know, and this very well could transform into a sci-fi movie very rapidly. You know, it has all the makings. So, you know, we got to get this crap out of our systems as quick as we can. But anyway, so the evidence is clear. They kill and maim you. You're lavishly, and then they're lavishly rewarded and you pay for it. <laughs> that makes sense. Only if you believe in a depopulation program. So, oh, wait, didn't the globalists spell this out exactly what they were going to do? They're still pushing the vaccines, adding them to the children's vaccine schedules, despite the withholding of irrefutable evidence in vaccine trials now released proving the vaccines were neither safe or effective from the very beginning. So latest statistics uh, show skyrocketing injuries and deaths due to vaccines. Morticians are seeing more and more people on their tables with the band-aid still on their shoulders after being vaxxed. So uh, the globalists said, you know, they were going to create a virus, use the media to hype it, create fear, then use the vaccine for depopulation. They also said that people will march themselves and their families to the slaughterhouse. Bill Gates on TED Talk said the vaccines will take care of the overpopulation program. Uh, the globalists also said <laughs> the wars they finance and generate will also play a part in depopulation. It's, it's all unfolding right in front of our very eyes. So imagine World War III, you know, talk about depopulation. Are we going to let them go that that far with this? We have to make a, make a decision. So anyway, that's where the Khazarian Jews, the Zionists, want to take us with their political puppets, demanding action and division and all these other programs that they're running, false flags and everything. So, so anyway, we need to back out of there and not participate in this and demand uh, an end to this nonsense. We're going to have universal peace. That's the only way out. Okay, now concerning uh, Maui, the Hawaiian governor just offered a settlement to those who have lost loved ones due to the Maui fires of $1 million on the basis they will sue for any further damages. Uh, most likely, an NDA is in the contract. So the governor still has questions to answer about Lahaina. You know, like churches cut in half by lasers, cars melt into the ground. Incinerated humans and pets where no fuel was in the area to do so, blocking off exits, uh, turning off water, and earlier meetings with models of the new multi-billion dollar Lahaina smart city, along with his meetings with the WF. You know, it's the you will own nothing and be happy, folks. So stay strong, Maui. There's a lot more going on there than we've been told. All right. So... Also, too, the, uh, we also want to add um, that they have a Coastal Shorelines Rising Committee in Maui that is not allowing people to rebuild. After all, can't interfere with their 15-minute smart city, which is a fancy new name for internment camp. Uh, newsflash, Plymouth Rock is still above the water. Nothing has changed. The rise and fall of oceans is measured in millimeters. Continents are rising in some areas, falling in others. The planet is in a cooling cycle. There's a CO2 drought, and the Green New Deal globalist agenda has no real science to back it up. Follow the money, and you'll find the adjusted data they call science to meet their agendas. So ask the elders if the ocean has risen over the past 100 years. You know, they... they They'll tell you what are you talking about? You know, it's it's the same. I mean, sure, there's storms, there's storm surges, there's hurricanes, there's even weather warfare going on, but that's all temporary. That's a temporary rise, and it goes back to its natural state. So, also, the lawfare continues with Trump. You know, his attorney Alina Haba called out the judge for his courtroom behavior. I love that woman. She just she just nails it. Um, brilliant woman. So she said she won't accept abuse at home or in the courtroom. You know, these trials are extreme abuses of the justice system. They're political election interference and have no foundation or merit. They're based on lies, assumptions, and political agendas. And people see it. Every time they charge Trump or try to arrest or book him, his lead grows. So now Democrats are saying, don't arrest him. Drop it. He's killing us in the polls. 
you know, while election fraud is rearing its ugly head across the nation with videos of stuffing the ballot boxes with fake voters, the real ballots are watermarked. You know, Trump has the evidence of extreme election tampering. There are not enough registered voters to give Biden 80 million votes. Over 20 million voters appeared out of thin air, you know, along with dead people, illegal aliens, even dogs voted, you know, so in the last election. So if you believe you got 8 million votes, there's a picture of Bigfoot riding the Loch Ness Monster and easy sell to Democrats. And uh, this is all part of the great reveal. Enjoy the show. All right. I think another hero here is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she just filed articles of impeachment against our borders, our secure and safe Alejandro Mayorkas for the bazillion unvetted illegal aliens crossing the border, the rapid increase and epidemic in crime, drugs, child and sex trafficking, not to mention deaths during the crossings and bankrupting local and state economies. He perjured himself repeatedly in testimonies before Congress while sitting on his unicorn with his hand puppet stating the borders are safe and secure. Did I mention there are over 85,000 children under their care unaccounted for? And, uh, you know, maybe the Democrats were really disruptive and groaning, you know, while she was calling for impeachment, know where these children are. And maybe we should start asking them. Anyway, the FBI has its own private porn channel. It's called Hillary's Emails, Wiener's Laptop, Epstein's Security Tapes, and Hunter's Hard Drive, all filed under Russian disinformation. And uh, we searched, but we couldn't find any P-tapes, however, so maybe they never existed. Anyway, Putin agreed to sit down and negotiate, but only with the legitimate president. He said, tell Trump, I look forward to his call. Uh, Zelensky has been shunned, ignored, and his pleas for more money unheard with Israel, taking all the wind out of his sails. Now, every legitimate general is saying, you're finished. Putin outsmarted you at every turn. The bear can end the annoying mouse anytime it wishes. Go back to your luxury mansions. It's over. So uh, despite what our leaders are saying, um, it's it's done. It's a done deal over there. Any Anybody in the know over there, even even their generals are saying it's done. You know, we've it's time to sit down and negotiate, you know, because we we've, we've lost this war, basically. So doesn't stop for de- demanding more money, though. Anyway. I love the recent meme, cheers to everyone for not falling for the divide and conquer race wars pushed on us. Instead, we are uniting together to overthrow the true enemy, the corrupt governments and mainstream media. Speaking of which, check out this video with a view. You're going to love it. There was nobody who was more important in Congress to Trump's effort to overthrow the lawfully elected government of the United States than Jim Jordan. Um, Rachel, Trump called for a recount of the votes. That's not overthrowing the government. And you know that. But you and the entire left-wing media keep saying that because Project Mockingbird still goes on. Uh, And whether you like it or not, all of you motherfuckers are part of it. All right. The new documentary, uh, Disclosure with James Gillen, is out taking the UFO community by storm. It ends the 70 plus years of the false narrative many call disclosure. Um, the new book, UFOs, Religion and the Origin of Man, will be available soon. If it's not already, it's a book about ending the failed 70 plus years of disclosure, the controlled narrative and opening humanity and the earth to a whole new future, allowing off world healing and energy technologies to assist ending the war, disease, and poverty. So I've got a mosquito coming after me, and I guess I'm going to have to break my vow of being kind to all sentient life here. Uh, He's going to be toast here in a second. Anyway, uh, unlike the controlled narrative financed by the same people perpetuating it, uh, this link will be provided in the show. So anyway... Follow the money. It's uh, the unfortunate ufology has become a carnival financed by some very dark money. And uh, 
It's a very dark agenda, so I pay attention. Anyway, the skies of late have been filled with ships, massive light ships documented by ESETI repeatedly, and uh, we're going to get it out. We've got just the past few days, we've had all kinds of ships, massive light ships coming over treetop level, and uh, so it's on. And um, it's up to us to initiate contact and ask for help. On high from benevolent beings, rise to the occasion. They're waiting. Uh, stay on till the end of the show if you want to see the ships. Uh, the last thing we want to bring to your attention is the veils between worlds becoming increasingly thin. Due to increasing reports, some very nasty entities have been appearing, wreaking havoc in some people's lives, especially the light workers. So we have to up our game, learn to clear unseen negative influences, and protect ourselves through prayer, meditation, and invocation. So remember, you're, if you're being attacked, there's something inside of you that's a threat, something awesome waiting to awaken. So the prayer to heal and protect from these unseen negative influences in the books and on the website for free. So uh, it's available to everybody. The more we do this prayer and this healing technique, uh, the more we're going to clean up the planet. And uh, we'll talk more. I think it'll pop up in the Q&A. So we'll talk more about that later. Uh, so anyway, speaking of Q&A, it's time for Q&A. So we're going to have Kathy read the questions, and uh, I'll do my best to answer them. And again, a lot most of these questions, I have no idea what they're going to be, so it might take me a minute to to kind of go within and figure out what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> Please give your interpretation of the meaning of the various aura colors. Hmm. The various aura colors, um, you know, they they correspond with the chakras, basically. So red is power, it's survival. It's like, it's like, uh, it's a really strong energy. The red ray is very, a lot of, uh, of warriors are on the red ray. Spiritual warriors are, have that red, red ray. And it's a very hard ray to work with because if you have any of your own shit in there, it's going to come up. And uh, if you channel that energy, um, you're probably going to have to make a trip to the bathroom because it's going to cause a major release. You know, so the red red energy is very powerful. Orange is aligned with the uh, sexual energies. And it's the second chakra and it's your creational energies. And it's not a bad thing. You use those energies to create, to manifest and uh, to create offspring, too, as well. So. Uh, you just have to be careful with certain things I'll talk about later. So we're going to go into yellow, which is power. And that's the power chakra, the, the third chakra. It's your solar plexus. And it's like the sun. And it uh, it represents power. Now, it's only supposed to be used to empower you and empower others to fulfill their own unique purpose. It's not used to overpower anyone or manipulate or control, it, that's the misuse of that chakra. So, And sometimes people will, will use uh, the sexual energies to control and overpower others or manipulate others, or they'll use the red ray and the other. And, and so love's a manifesting force that needs to be operating through these chakras, not, not manipulation, not greed, not, not base base desires or things like that so we have to really look at those first three chakras that's how we're controlled through survival sex and power and the media knows it the advertisers know it the illuminati knows it and they use it in the music industry and the television industry and everything so you know if you want you know they if they want to sell you something they you know if you drive if you drink the right beer drive the fast car you're going to get the bronze girl in the bathing suit, you know? And uh, so what you do, you run down and get the beer and sit on, get the new car and you sit on your car at the beach and, and hopefully you can snag a bronze beauty. Uh, that's what, that. that's just an example. There's many, many more examples, but it's, it's kind of uh, subliminal. They do that throughout everything. So you got to be aware of that. So when you get, Beyond the third chakra, you start getting in the heart, which is a green color. And the heart is uh, is love for everyone, for everything. It's just love. Love is to be expressed through the heart. Now, if you're really wounded and traumatized, um, you know, you're going to have fear and 
and defense and all this other stuff in the heart and it's not supposed to be there so we have to clear that out uh if you get into the next chakra it's the throat chakra and it's supposed to be love expressed for all things and it's not supposed to use to belittle berate or condemn somebody you know or, or whatever what color is it uh it's blue so that yeah it's a blue it's kind of electric blue and then when you get into the third eye uh a lot of times you'll see the third eye is purple and the third eye is God seen in all things. And so you see the creator in all creation and you'll see energies and things before they become physical and coming into the physical and moving out of it. You know, you see shadow, but you see everything when that third eye opens up. So again, you have to learn how to heal unseen negative influences and be aware because you're going to see both sides. You're going to see the beautiful beings and some pretty creepy stuff as well when that opens up. And the crown chakra is, you know, it's your I am chakra. Like it's where you're one with God. It's the creator. It's access to the creator within you. So, so when that chakra opens up, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's like I am one. You know, it's at one. It's one. You're one with the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness and all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse. So. It's the path that Jesus talked about where he said, he started out and he said, I'm the son of God because his identity was the son of Joseph and Mary. And then later he said, you know, I'm a messenger of God because he started getting messages from within and started repeating this message, you know, as a prophet, basically 12 years old. And then later on, he said, wait a second, I'm a soul. I'm the soul. I'm not this body and this personality. My spirit came from God. I'm the soul and the spirit. I'm the son of God. I was born of God. And so he goes, I'm the son of God. And then later on, he said, I am God, because he he did a total alignment with the creator within himself. And he said, I myself do nothing. The father through me doeth the work. So and he is he was aligned with Yahweh, the God of love and peace. And there was a God before that, which was a wrathful God, <laughs> a genocidal God. So there's more to that story. But anyway, that's kind of the colors. And there's other mixtures. What was that top, that last one? What it's gold. gold. The top is gold. And now there's mixtures of these colors. So turquoise would be green and blue. So it would be love and wisdom. And then it would be uh, healing. So blue blue would be the love and wisdom and, and uh and green would be the healing, the healing colors. And so there's there's all kinds of mixtures. If, you know, on the, my new book, I actually put my aura photo on there because it has all the colors. And then it has the cosmic Buddha, a, a line of silver above me, too, that came in. You know, so uh, it's there's so many different colors and, and they're blends of different attributes, you might say. Looking for your perspective on recent unusual solar flare or aurora activity and a guesstimate of where we stand in the current timeline. Well, we've been moving through a highly energized place in space for quite some time, and uh, it's really accelerating now. So uh, that is causing the sun's to react and the suns are all connected throughout the multiverse basically so the suns are reacting with solar flares and coronal mass ejections which is creating the aurora effect and it's also creating changes in the schumann resonance where it's all over the scale so it's intensifying and we're moving right up to the apex of that right now so uh it's it's go time for ascension basically it's it's the energy's coming in hot and strong and we have to rise to the occasion if we're going to make it it means we need to release the wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions from past experiences so they don't express like in these wars in the middle east and other things this is all it's all driven by tyranny that's using people's old wounds and traumas and grudges against them to to keep the warm industry fields and the warm disease properties going. Are most inhabitants <laughs> of planets homogeneous races? A lot of planets evolved at the same time with the same race. And 
And so they, they're all on the same page. And the Earth is a series of colonizations that have come here with people of greater or lesser um, lesser states of evolution, you might say. So we've had some very advanced godlike beings that some were very spiritually advanced and some were evolved tyrants interacting with the Earth. There's been turf wars with the gods, the Lilji gods, uh, the Anunnaki, which were the ancient Lyrians that came here. And uh, there's just been a long history of, of, of misinterpretations of, of God and, and each group having their gods or their leaders and things like that. So their kings and rulers. So yeah, it's a big mess. And Earth is, Earth is the worst, I think, because we have so many... There's been so much experimentation going on and so many different races coming here and so many hybrids and combinations that uh, we're just this big kind of a mess right now. But if we all agree to universal law, you know, we can get through these times. You know, we're here to help those less fortunate to rise to their highest potential. And uh, and that is universal law. So it's universal peace, brother, sister, love, individual freedom and prosperity for everyone. And and uh, if we get back to that, we can get through these times. But that's the only solution to get through uh, the diversity that we're now experiencing. There's a, <clears throat> another part to the question. Are any of Earth's races even from here? <clears throat> okay, Earth's races. There were, there was a natural human that was evolving here naturally. Um we calls them the knuckle draggers and things like that. You know, and there's, there's a lot of, there's a, a, a lot of humans evolving here before the Anunnaki came. And uh, there were some little people. Uh, there are some really small, small humans. Uh, there were the, um, the giants, you know, the Anunnaki. And the Nephilim and those guys, and they were the giants. They're really tall. When they first got here, and then they evolved. They actually started growing smaller to adjust to the planet. The same thing happened with the Palladians. And so uh, there were several here. There were several uh, species of man that were evolving naturally here. And then the Anunnaki came and started upgrading everything. And then... You know, that old saying, the gods found the humans to be fair and took them as wives. And that went on a lot. So then, then there was demigods, which were half human, half half the gods, little g gods, you know, which were the ancient Lyrians and the Anunnaki guys. And then there was the Orion Council of Light, the Orions that came here. And they're the benevolent ones. They went through the Orion Wars and were victorious. Uh, and then you have the uh, Pleiadians who started... Atlantis and Lemuria, and though their forefathers were the ancient Lyrians, uh, and there's other groups that came in, other races came in. Uh, I believe a lot of the Asian races came from the Orion system, and then we also have some negative ETs that are the Orion Alliance. Not that Asians are negative, I'm not saying that in any way whatsoever, but there's Another group, because there's been, you know, the Orion's a big system. and There's a lot of different beings that came out of there. But there is an Orion alliance, which are greys and reptilians that have been tinkering here as well and creating a lot of problems. And so now we're going through a big planetary liberation where we're being freed from these baser elements. And uh, and we're going to move into universal peace and brother, sister, love and individual freedom and prosperity for everyone. That's what these higher beings are bringing in to the planet right now. So, uh, yes, there were some very ancient humans on the planet and they're very diverse in size and shape and everything else and hair, you know, some are really hairy and, uh, actually Bigfoot evolved here naturally. A lot of people have a hard time with that, but Bigfoot's part of the human experience that evolved into nature. They didn't, they didn't, uh, go into, conquering you know their environment they just evolved along with it they're extremely sensitive very very evolved in in more like shamanistic ways but and there's different levels of bigfoot too there's some in the past that were a serious problem because they're eating humans 
and the Indians had to go to war with them, and the benevolent Bigfoot actually helped them get rid of those, and they burned them out of their caves and things like that. So, and there's some giant humans that were eating people too as well here on the planet. So it's a long history. Uh, everything is so diverse here. That's it's like a crazy maker trying to bring everybody together. I am working on embodying unconditional love for all. What are your thoughts on unconditional love for all? And how do we shine and send love to evil? Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I really, and this is going to upset a lot of love and lighters, but um, sometimes unconditional love isn't, isn't, the proper path sometimes setting a boundary is the proper you know and, and the Kuan Yin has an aspect of her called wrathful compassion where where she tells you what you need to hear not what you want to hear and sets a firm boundary and and sometimes and you can actually do that with unconditional love which is hard to do you can practice both which seems like a paradox but um it's sometimes it's appropriate to uh and the most loving thing you can do to somebody is to call them out on their shit you know so so basically uh say no i'm not going there have fun with that and uh you know have a nice day and move on and, and set boundaries because that's really necessary right now there's a lot of people that don't want, want you to jump on their wagon you know and a lot of times their wagon's going off a cliff so you know you have to set some boundaries and say yeah i'm not going to take that ride you know you have fun with that journey. And uh, and that is, there's nothing wrong with that. Are you aware of where the positive dragons come from or what dimension they exist in? Okay, I'll tell you what I know about dragons is that I've experienced some. And some dragons, you better have your act together because if you have fear or if you have issues that are like against us or things like that. And, and you project that you're going to get what you project, you know, back. And, and some are very ancient, very wise. And they were the servants of man in the past. They're very wise dragons and things in the past, not reptilians. This is a different group. They're a different group. And then uh, a lot of the dragons, were raised by humans and their nature depended on who raised them. And that's where you get all the dragon lore. You know, some were used uh, in a negative way and some were used in a positive way. Um, so again, it's a real mixed story. Um, a lot of them live within the mountains. Uh, there's a lot of sacred mountains that have their dragons and they, they're still there to this day. There's one here in Hawaii. And maybe more than one. I don't know. Uh, I think there is. You saw a baby. I you? saw them all around the whole island. And, uh, and then there's the mo'o, which is uh, uh, Pele's pet. And I, that does exist. I saw it once. So the mo'o is like a shapeshifter. And it's a dragon. And it's it's almost... A cross between a lion and a dragon. It's, it's, you can see both aspects in it, in a way. And it, it's, it's on all fours. It has a bigger body, a thicker body. And it, its head is more of a, not like a dragon head, but more of a round head and, and with hair and everything. So, uh, and it shapeshifts a lot. So, uh, I was talking to Nahi. She's crossed over, but, you know, I said this, I was over here in Hawaii and I was doing a, uh, workshop and uh this being kept appearing in my window and it had a massive head on it and i go i don't know what this thing is but it kept raising up in my window and looking in and i'd look up and i'd see it and then it'd go back down and it'd take off and so it, the second time it did it i mean so i said i don't know what this is but i'm gonna put some food out for it <laughs> you know and maybe make friends with it and say hey we're good you know and so i put some chicken, some other stuff out there and some fruit. And, and uh, it came again and it looked in the window again. So I ran outside and I flipped on the light, the the security light. And uh, it, I saw it running off and it was, it looked like a dog, like a big yellow dog, but its tail was broken. 
His tail was broken and hanging down, and its legs weren't moving, and it, it ran off. And so I was talking to Nahi about that, and she goes, oh, yeah, that's a mo'o. She goes, they never get it right. They 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 can show you images and shapeshift, but they never get it right. And so uh, that's been my experience, you know, so I do know they exist. I can't I can't come up with any other expl- explanation and and what Nahi said and and I try to honor the traditions, you know, of the of the locals. So anyway, that's my experience. But I know there's there seems to be some a lot of hatching going on. A lot of baby people are seeing a lot of baby dragons like this. So something big's getting ready to happen. Do you believe that uh they have gifts and do they share them with humans? Oh, definitely the dragons have gifts and some align with certain elements like water and, and fire and, and land and things like that. But and they have wisdom and they have gifts. And I think I think they do share a lot of those. And and I think anybody that does their spiritual practices eventually is gonna come across one. You know, it kind of comes with enlightenment. Do you know anything about twin flame partnerships? And if and if yes, are they coming together now? <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. Um okay, a lot of these twin flame experiences are people seeking fulfillment outside of themselves through somebody else. Somebody else is gonna make you happy, somebody else is gonna make you fall in love, somebody else. He's going to take care of all your problems. You know, somebody, somebody else. And a lot of them are past lives too that are coming up. And the connection is so strong and intense because your soul is pushing you together to finish this, to finish whatever you need to finish. There's a lot of that going on that people call twin flames. And, you know, when somebody says, uh, Oh, I met my twin flame and it's so intense. It's so incredible. And, and I said, well, let's talk in a couple of years or a year or two, you know, and see what happens. And then also, too, when you meet your soulmate, that some call your twin flame. And there is such a thing because when you're when your God self splits into polarizes into male and female, uh, those two manifestations are one. And so it's like God meeting God or God coming together. So it's very intense when that happens. And. If you haven't dealt with your past and healed your wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions and past experience, all of that gets accelerated and amplified at an extreme level. And so when you meet your soulmate, you better be ready to process and ready to release the past and heal because it's going to be intense. And uh, and so it's not what people think, you know, and it, once you get through all that and you are totally aligned with your soulmate, it's a power that that's beyond imagination you know it's like the the two players have come together become one like Ezekiel is an aspect of Ezekiel and Kasia that soul merged and ascended and and so you know that's it's a being that I work with a lot it's an aspect of myself as well but a lot of that is going on and it could happen here on earth and it's happening in the heavens it's it's like but again, don't become dependent on somebody else making you happy or, you know, you don't want to find love or search for love. You want to be love and then love comes to you. And and so so the more we become loving and and in service and, you know, like, it's like God's like the sun. It just gives continuously. It never asks for anything in return. And, and when we reach that level where we don't need any acceptance and approval or love or anything outside of ourselves, that's when we're ready. People are always saying that we should use the Julian calendar for predicting the true date, but there are many calendars such as the Hebrew, et cetera. Which one do you think we should truly be on? You know, that's a tough one because calendars have been altered. You know, I would take the oldest calendar and use that like the Vedic. Uh, we got a visitor. <laughs> My little things are going off. I have little sensors here, the infrared sensors. And when beans come into the room, all of a sudden they go off. It's hilarious. You see the birds chirping and everything. It's, it's kind of, but anyway, uh, going back to that, 
what was was the calendars the calendars yeah the uh some of the vedic calendars that especially anything goes by the moon cycles are much more accurate and uh and lots of things people don't adjust for leap years and all these other things and like in the Julian calendar, there were, God, what was his name? I can't remember. He ruled for quite a while without becoming Caesar. And the calendar goes by the Caesar. So it was Anthony. I think it was Anthony that didn't become a Caesar for a while. So there's all this missing time. And especially if you don't use the moon cycles, they're interactive. So, uh, and then you take, take that over thousands, hundreds of years, you're going to be really inaccurate. So it's like astrology. If you take the Vedic astrology, the plants are where they're supposed to be. And so and so I think that's much more accurate. Now, the Gregorian, whatever, astrology or whatever, you look at that and, and they say that both are the same and everything else. But I, I just can't. If they say the stars govern and the planets govern things, then if they're not where they're supposed to be, then how can they have that effect? You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. So uh, I would, you know, there's been so many alterations on true knowledge and wisdom and uh, over the past. So I would, I'd probably, and there's probably other calendars, you know, we already know about even the mind calendar is subject to interpretation of beginnings and endings and everything else. So it's, it's really tough, but I think the, the Vedic astrology and maybe their calendars are probably the most accurate, as well as the yugas, you know, the different yugas. And and again, those are subject to interpretation. Some people say we're in we're going into Kali Yuga, and some people are going out of Kali Yuga. And, and you know, there's I've heard ten different interpretations on that one. But I think I think the main thing we really need to do is drop into the heart and stay in the moment, and let the heart guide you, and you'll be good. What are your thoughts about a physical evacuation from the surface of the planet during cataclysmic geophysical changes that seem to occur during energetic events like a solar flash? You know, I think that's been going on for a long time. And it depends on the, the nature of the soul. So if you came in for a certain event to do a certain thing for a certain time, and this event happens or there, and you you'll go back to where you came in from because that was your agreement. And so, so that's happened a lot. Um, but as far as a mass evacuation, and let's say we create this huge mess down here and they're going to evacuate us and then, and then bring it back. We didn't gain the wisdom from that experience and we're going to just keep doing it. So a lot of people are, their life is in total disarray and they think they're going to be, evacuated and go to some heavenly realm but they don't have a heavenly consciousness so it's not going to work it won't work out so so like don't quit your day job (laughs) try to be in heaven to earth i think that's the most important thing is to 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 be an expression of these higher see a lot was incarnated from higher civilizations and we came here to express that on earth as an example not to become caught up in all the dramas going on down here so and it's really hard because you want to love everybody and you want to trust everybody and you want to be kind to everybody but you know some people will uh they're that's not their agenda and, and they betray that trust and and uh will abuse you if you allow it you know so as i said before Pleiadians usually have a really hard time here because they come in they're all giddy they're just pure love and they don't have any any uh deception. I mean, they're all telepathic. You know, they don't they don't mistreat each other. They know karma is instant, you know, it's it's they don't uh it's it, they can't even comprehend somebody stealing or harming them, you know, or it's not part of the reality. So they come to earth and they just get they get their butts handed to them or they or they have to become street smart really quick. Uh, so it's very hard for a lot of the people that incarnate from advanced civilizations to be on Earth right now. And and we've been noticing that a lot. The more these energies come in, the more you evolve. Your friends, you once you might have had 150 friends, and now you've got five. <laughs> and it might go down to two, you know, or three. 
and uh, they're on the same page that you that actually feed you to be around them. You're sympathetic energetically, uh, and so uh, you know it's 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 kind of what's going on right now. But it's it's getting interesting. It's getting harder and harder. I think as the polarities start pulling the pulling away, those on the upward spiral that are ascending are having a hard time being around those on the downward spiral that are that are descending and they're they're uh they're eventually going to go into a total collapse. I mean that's where that ends up. So people are splitting that. And and some people are waking up and getting it and making the right decisions and being kind to each other and the planet and other people are doing the opposite and they're they're splitting and dividing right now. I love your clearing prayer and use it at least twice a day. The love that comes in this way is just beautiful. Thanks for this amazing tool. I have two questions regarding this. In the last sentence, close their auras to all but spirit of the highest vibration. Who is they? Is this regarding the entities? How can I close their auras? Or is it about my aura? Yeah, it's about your aura. Basically, you're closing your own aura off to all but the highest consciousness and energy that the beautiful many and uh and they're helping you do that when, and when you speak it it happens in that realm because whatever you speak in that realm manifests instantly and the higher beings are assisting you in doing that so they're going to close your aura off or help you close your own aura off to all but your own some people call it your own christ or i himself or your god self or or beings of the highest nature and uh and then you have the other ones escorted off, you know, out of your space. And they either heal or leave. How can I really say that the entities are forgiven, lifted, and enlightened? Isn't this depending on their karma? And if they are ready to be lifted and enlightened? No, you're forgiving. <laughs> you're forgiving them. And you're you're telling them they're healed and forgiven, lifted, and enlightened. Again, what you speak on that level happens. Now, they can always say no. And resist it. And, you know, like I know when like Archangel Michael appears around, you know, it's either learn or burn. You know, you either you're the heal or you're you're out of there. You know, you're you're and that's the way it is. You know, so it's when a frequency that high comes in and that and hits the lower frequency through sympathetic resonance, that lower frequency is going to have to rise up and or it's going to have to run off if it wants to maintain its lower frequency. It's going to have to get out of there. And you can do the same thing. You can raise your frequency and it's going to drive out all the other baser things. But you got to get rid of all the chinks in your armor and make sure that you don't have wounds and traumas and grudges and things that they can play with. And, and you know, right now, what's where we're going towards is the divine feminine is balancing things out. And there's a divine masculine, too. And they're coming together and anything that doesn't align with that is being tossed out. But if you have issues with either race or sex or whatever, that's going to keep you in the lower dimensions. And it's not going to allow you to ascend. So uh, we need to let go of that, those old division games, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's race, culture, religion, gender, uh, you have to transcend all of that to get into the higher dimensions. Please talk about your understanding of the flat earth. Yeah, that keeps coming up and people get really angry at me when, when I say something. And, you know, I've listened, I've listened to the arguments and some are really good arguments about the earth being flat. And some will take a physicist to explain why that argument doesn't work uh but you know okay my understanding is and this goes back from really ancient times is is i've seen planets form i've seen planets and we see it today through our microscopes we see planets forming and they start off as a hot gaseous ball of energy and they start cooling and then they collect uh more material water and meteors and things like that and they form a crust and as they're forming there's light shooting out the crust because there's a central sun born of the sun and and that's still in there and as it's cooling that's condensing and eventually becomes a central sun with a crust 
And there's land inside and outside. There's mountains inside and outside. There's seas inside and outside, as long as you have an atmosphere to hold the seas in. And so uh, knowing this, and and I have full memory of flying by the earth before it was solid and uh, saying that's going to be a beautiful planet one day. And it sounds awful at all, but knowing this, I, I just, I'm, I'm really... I don't want to judge people that are buying into the flat earth thing, but I really think it's a big psyop to divide people against each other. And and I don't believe anything NASA says either. So, so, uh, you know, that's all been manipulated. I think the atmospheres on a lot of planets aren't what they're saying. Like there's oxygen on Mars and the moon and things like that, but, you know, they like Mars, a good example. This thing called NASA blue that they paint all of their rovers and everything. It's white and blue usually. So why are the rovers red when they're on the planet? Why is everything red? That's a red tint to it. And it's because of the filters. And they want to make it into this red planet that's uninhabitable. But when you look at Mars, the true pictures of Mars without the filters, I mean, I look at that soil and go, wow, I'd like to farm that, you know, so it's not what you think. And uh, I think, I think Mars could be terraformed very easily. Is it okay to put pets to sleep if they are suffering? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of creeds, like the Horseman's Creed and things like that, and, and to read about that, but I've had to put, uh, I had to put one dog down and my other pets just left my horses and they just looked at me and bowed their heads down and gone. So it relieved me of that. But one, one dog I had, uh, she couldn't stand up. She couldn't eat. And she was moaning, like sad moan, like trying to get, you know, it was really sad. So, you know, I, I, uh, went into meditation and I got real clear it's time to go you know it's time for her to go so um you know that it's kind of selfish to try to keep them here when they're in that much pain and it's the last kindness we could show them yeah it's the last kind thing we can do is to release them and they don't die they just drop that body and their soul moves on they pick up another puppy and come back you know so it's just a circle of life you might find them again you know you might see a litter Close to you and walk over and go, God, that dog's acting just like mine. It no, acts like it knows me, you know, and and uh, it could be, you know. So, do you think that they will be there when we cross over? Well, if they reincarnate, probably not. <laughs> Maybe an aspect of them, their higher self, might be on that level. But uh, you know, if they came back and reincarnated, they're moving on, you know, with their, their lives, just like we do. You know, we go back in and out, back and forth. The soul's eternal. It never dies. Is it possible to drop in to another one of our lives? Would we be able to function as that person or just be an observer? Yeah, that's another funny one. Um, A lot of times in your dream state, Okay, so if you have linear time, let me explain. You have a timeline, linear time, and there's a beginning, you're born, and the ending, you die. And and then as your future self, you can go back and jump in to that anywhere along that timeline from a level of spirit, you can jump back in. You can I you can jump in on this timeline you can rise up into a higher frequency go back and warn yourself and and even heal yourself and things like that so it depends on your spiritual adeptness as to what happens so it's it's kind of crazy when we we can't it's so hard for us to contemplate uh time is not being linear and and that when you're in spirit, if there's a timeline and your higher self or higher selves can look and choose anywhere along that timeline when they're going to incarnate or when they're going to come in to help you or, or, or things like that. So 
and they don't have to incarnate physically. They can come in spiritually and help you. So a lot of times we're seeing all these spirit beings and orbs and things like that. And a lot of times it's our higher self coming back to help us. It's our own selves coming back to help us. They don't, don't, uh, don't do that. You know, when don't get on that bus, you know, or they'll do something to divert you, make you late, or change. They'll change an outcome or something. You know, so we've got a couple minutes left, so I'll do one more. Okay. Why are some contactees severely affected by radiation and others not? You know, that's really interesting because there was a couple once that showed that they could hold radiation, even eat radiation and everything, and it didn't affect them at all. And I think it was in Russia. They're very well known. And 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 I think a lot of it has to do with consciousness, too, and your belief system. If you, you believe it's going to harm you. But, you know, a good example, when I was a little kid, I was wearing cut-off jeans and no shirt and and barefoot, and I was walking right through poison oak, tons of poison oak, you know. I was all sweaty and everything, too, and and uh, never I never got poison oak until somebody told me it was poison oak, and then I got poison oak. So uh, sometimes ignorance is bliss. Sometimes not knowing, you would avoid a lot of things, and if you do know something, you have fear around that thing, you're probably going to Shows how powerful your mind yeah, is. Yeah, it's how powerful your mind is. It's like walking on flames and things like that. We can override override it. So, um, you know, whenever you hear that, all that negative stuff, you probably want to cancel it out and just say, you know, not mine. That's not my program. I'm not going to go there. But we do need to pay attention to certain things, you know, because, you know, if there's a big fire coming at you, it might be a good idea to... <laughs> get the hell out you know or tsunami coming you know you might want to find some high ground use your common sense yeah yeah there's an old saying that uh you know a famous yogi once said you know a man's got to know his limits and that was Clint Eastwood basically but but yeah it's true we have to know our limits you know now now we can I can say that tree, this tree over here I'm looking at right now, I can say that's 90% water, you know, and it doesn't exist. It's an illusion. And and on some level, that's true. It is just water and, and it's an illusion. And and so one on one level, I could run and go right through that tree. On this level, I'm going to have a very bad experience, you know, I'm going to have a broken nose and probably some broken bones if I take a run at that tree, you know, or some bruises at least. So it's all relative. You know, it's it's like if you want to continue to express on this level, you need to take care of your body, take care of your physical body. Now, if you can take that body and levitate and bilocate and things like that, then you have different rules, you know. So we have to go by the rules that we know, the rules that affect us and the ones if we haven't transcended those rules, we need to obey them. So anyway, out of time. Uh, there's a lot coming up here. And so hopefully we can show you a few clips of the chips and uh, give you the information to get the books and the new video out, uh, the doco. And, and uh, so other than that, uh, stay tuned, focus on love and joy and bliss until you, you know, become it, get out in nature. And uh, keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent, and uh, we'll get through these times. Have a great night. Good night. If they shoot back, it's not me. This one's pretty big. It's pretty yeah. bright. Definitely, it's got a big field around it. Same direction. It's coming in from the north. This thing's moving fast. Another one just passed it. Oh, shit, lost it. I'm gonna turn my game down. Wow, this guy's moving fast.
back to every other monster. Man. 